it's Shalicia Harris, your host of Buzzworthy. Join me as I sit down with entrepreneurs to talk about their innovative businesses and their unique stories. Remember to follow us on social at Hamilton Hive on all platforms. And don't forget to rate our podcast. Let's jump into today's story. Hey everyone, today we have Brenda in the studio with <laughs> us. And Brenda's here from My Well Self. And Brenda's actually been a founder of another company, but built My Well Self as she was trying to build her own well self. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear this story because it's super inspiring and a really great opportunity for anyone who's looking to increase their wellness and build their wellness with an incredible team. Brenda's going to tell you how to do that today. So Brenda, welcome to our Buzzworthy podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Amazing. Um, One of the questions we always start with with our entrepreneurs is what set you up to be an entrepreneur? Yep. So I think for me, um, I thought about that question. Uh, It started at home. Um, so my father was a physiotherapist. He's since passed. Uh, and he had a clinic here in Hamilton, actually, called Still City Physiotherapy. And my very first job was to go into the office and change the sheets and do all the things they didn't want to do. <laughs> change the garbage. Uh, so for me, seeing my father, you know, get up and at that time, cell phones were packed in a, in a, in a suitcase. That's how old, how old I am. <laughs> Taking that suitcase to 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 work and uh watching him manage his own team was was my first kind of exposure and then also my mom my mom um and I, we talked about this a little bit. I didn't mention that, but but she she does lots of philanthropic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm from Ghana. That's my background. And back home, she has lots of initiatives for kids and for women. Yeah. And so she has an NGO there trying to build a hospital in her town. And so those two, I have to say, set the foundation for myself and my siblings that if you want something in life, you have to get out and, and grab it. That's incredible. I'm quite fortunate, actually. Yeah. 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 That's so good for you to even realize, like, that's such a huge opportunity Mm. and foundation for you to jump off of. Yeah. And see your own, you know, stratosphere. Yes. But you were born with entrepreneurship in your blood. (laughs) It seems like it seems like that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly it. So shout out to my wonderful parents. Yeah, love it. Shout out to all the parents that are setting the perfect example for their kids to thrive in their own ways. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So with, you know, this experience and you identifying and taking on responsibility in your dad's office at Mm -hmm. such a young age, Mm -hmm. what do you think help you identify the first opportunity in the first business you started? Yeah, so my background is in R&D, so I'm a bit of a health geek. Um, so I graduated way back when and fell into academia research. Mm-hmm. So I worked at a lot of the major um, hospitals in the downtown core. And after working in that space for for a while, you know, let's say 10, 15 years of, of my career in that space, I started a company called Clinical Trial Referral Network. Mm -hmm. And what it was essentially was um, involving community physicians in the research game. So what I learned very quickly was in the research game, uh, you know, clinical trial management, um, patient recruitment, um, it's a club. 
right? Yeah. And specific doctors are in the club. Mm -hmm. um, but this excludes the community doctor, the doctor down the road that you see all the time. They're not in this club. Yeah. So if they're not in that club, how do their patients get exposed to clinical trials? They don't. So I thought, well, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. So my goal was to increase access to those patients mm -hmm. uh, for two reasons. Number one, they weren't getting exposed to it. And number two, um, again, my background's Ganyan. When I was working in the hospitals, I didn't see people like me participating in clinical trials. Yeah. Uh, and when the product monograph, which is kind of like the Bible of the drug came out, and you see the statistics of people who the drug was tested on, you know, it was vastly on one side versus another. Yeah. And so I didn't understand why that was the case. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to change that. Yeah. So I went ahead and recruited a network of community physicians in the, in the, in the area um, who would expose their patients to clinical trials. And this was my first, my first, my first actual incorporated, <laughs> in an incorporated business, which I'm very, very proud of, actually. That's incredible because I think people often think and see problems in their work scenarios but mm. never really know how to action them. Yes. So this is something that you did and it's um, very much so, you know, doing good for all. It also does a better job for the researchers because yes. now you have a greater gamut of people to work with, yes. a more diverse pool. Yes. And then just simple access for people access right yes. how do we break down those walls break Absolutely. down the barriers yes. and get someone that lives down the street from me or you who has a doctor that has access, access to these incredible research programs that changed the world absolutely yeah. I, yeah I just I just didn't see why that was the case um, and you know I wanted to in some way somehow change that it took a lot of work like I was the product I was I was going to offices I was you know speaking to the gatekeepers which is the usually the secretary I, I just I was using what I learned in that research space and yeah. applying it into this space and um, because I was very comfortable in the language and knowing how to navigate and, and use certain key buzzwords, it was it was it was easier for me than probably another person who didn't understand yeah. how to navigate that space. Yeah, because yeah, you really owned it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, you're coming in. You're like, hey, doc, can I help you? Help your clients. Exactly. Yeah. You know, how could you say no? How could you say no? Yes, exactly. I really worked on selling a vision, which I think that was yeah. the key point. Yeah. Which is phenomenal mm. and this then gives you I guess the confidence mm. to now start another company yes but before you even start that company every company starts with a problem yes what, what was that so yeah so I, I'm really I guess at a point now where I'm more comfortable to share the pain behind my wealth self. So again, I just talked about my, my background in, in the pharma space and clinical trials and very comfortable with that in that space. And, and my doctors love me. Um, and if you can see my face, I'm being a little bit sarcastic <laughs> because I'm the patient who has lots of questions and I bring publications. I just want to understand my body, right? That's that's what I what I want. But that's why they should love you. That's why maybe they should. Really <laughs> I'm super curious. Um, but what happened is um, after I had my daughter, uh, this was back in 2016. My body just kind of said no. 
<laughs> my body said, uh-uh. Uh, and and um, what I once knew as a healthy body yeah. turned into a totally unhealthy body. Yeah. Um, I went through infertility after, mm-hmm. again, having a child. Had three miscarriages. Wow. Um, depression, hair loss. Um, all types of things that, when I think about it, what a what a crazy sad time that was for me because again I went from you know having a child pretty quickly um, giving birth to her and then within six months just another person so it it, it just it was it was such a like a really bad time and if I could swear I would but I won't Um, but I'm just trying to articulate how bad it was for me Um, and I didn't understand Um, and because I didn't understand obviously again going back to the kind of patient that I am, I wanted questions. Mm-hmm. I wanted questions from my doctors, and I wasn't getting the answers that I that I wanted to hear. I wanted to know why this was happening to me, yeah. um, versus code it with medication. That is great. Mm-hmm. I think there's a wonderful space for that. Absolutely. Um, but but it just it wasn't giving me what I needed. Yeah. Because uh, what's the root cause? Yes. What is right? the root cause? Yeah. Why did my body flip? Mm-hmm. Literally, um, that's what I wanted to know, and I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I wasn't getting those answers in that space. Yeah. So, did you start to see specialists and in, in the conventional space? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, again, because I knew who was who in different spaces. I was reaching yeah. out to old colleagues who I worked with in a different company. Hey, who's the top? Who's the top OBGYN? Who's the top? endocrinologist who's the top like I had that access yeah. I'm very lucky that I yeah. had that access right um, but <laughs> it just wasn't giving me my answers and I became almost obsessed mm-hmm. in a bad way um, which could really play with your head a lot but that's just speaks to your determination oh. to find solutions <laughs> right that and could be it I like that you that you flip it that kind way <laughs> it is um, I might be a little bit of like an obsessed nutcase sometimes yeah. Yeah. but it's just like when I want an answer to something yes and the answers that I'm getting just mm-hmm. don't feel right I keep going because it's just like you know this isn't a multiple choice <laughs> question it's just you know I don't want to be a checkbox. I don't want to have a standard answer. I need a real answer. A real to answer the to my problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really getting that. So for the first time in my life, um, I took looking at my body in a holistic way and treating it in a holistic way. I started to think about what what that meant. Yeah. And and who who to see, mm-hmm. and where do I need to go. And, and who's the top experts? And, and I went down that road. And But to find the care that I needed for myself um, in that space was, was just, was like climbing a mountain. Yeah. And I was so shocked that, um, yes, in the conventional space, you know, you go to your GP, you know, hey, I have this issue, they send you over to, to a specialist. That's, that's, the, that's the triage po- process, right? Yeah. But for the wellness space, for these wonderful, accredited, expert, trained professionals, which they are, yeah. um, how do you get to them? If you're not Googling a thousand pages or posting a fa- in a Facebook group, which you would see many times, people posting their health issues in Facebook groups looking because for looking for answers, mm-hmm. like just putting themselves out there, which which blew my mind because I'm a private person. Yeah. But people just 
putting out their personal stuff just to find answers yeah. and then people helping them through the, the answering of the, of the posts. That's what people were doing. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I just thought to myself, this is not the way it should be. Yeah. You know, we're, we're quote unquote first world country. Mm-hmm. We have amazing trained professionals. It shouldn't be this way. Mm-hmm. So Brenda <laughs> decided to change this. Mm-hmm. I'm not having this. Problem I'm not anymore. having this. We, we are not having this. Absolutely. And that's where the story of my well self came came from. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you took your own experience mm-hmm. where you just like, let me first, you know, trust the space that I know well. Yeah. I have the access, which like you said, that's you're fortunate. To I'm have quite that. fortunate. Yeah. Most people don't. Yeah. And even when they go and see a GP, mm. even if they have a GP. Even even if they have a GP. How do you get to the next step? Yeah. And so you now coming into the wellness, holistic mm-hmm. health approach way, mm-hmm. you're kind of experiencing that for the first time. Yes. And so imagine the people who are experiencing that on both ends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you get to that place where you're just like, I just want answers, mm-hmm. like privacy out the window. Yes. This is it. This is my raw, true self on this Facebook thread. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what it came down to. And I was in, <laughs> I'm laughing now because I can laugh at it, right? But at that time, trust me, I, I was not laughing. Yeah. But just scouring, just scouring for information. Yeah. And even if I did find somebody um it, it wasn't it wasn't matched because in my head I, I thought that if someone was ex provider that they addressed all types of issues. Yeah. No they don't. Yeah. Just like GPs or just like um, you know, uh, the the conventional space. They all have specialties. Didn't know that. Yeah. Right? So not every naturopath deals with X ailment. Not every osteopath deals with X ailment. Not every physiopath. They all kind of specialize in something. Yeah. And again, I did not know that. So going in, I just had this mark on going to see anybody. And the number of providers I saw for my specific health issue, yeah, they didn't know. I mean, they didn't know, but they weren't really equipped for it. So mm. I wasn't seeing progress. Yeah. So like five naturopaths later, okay, well I have my I have my person, right? Like three acupuncturists later, I have my person, right? Yeah. Um, so now, luckily, I have my circle of care uh, in that wellness space, but it took a while to get there. It took a long time to get there, and and again, that that shouldn't be the case. And yeah. this is what my well self is all about. Absolutely, yes. It's creating that circle of care, which I love that term. Actually. Yeah, I love that term too. Yeah, circle yeah. of care. Yeah, yeah. And tell us what my well self now focuses on because yes. you've been through it. You've now found your circle of care. Yes. And you're seeing all these other people in the Facebook groups yes. go through your own experience. Yes. And my well self care addresses a lot of those challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we started off um, as a directory. So, you know, for people who are listening, there's a lot of directories out there. You know, I'm not going to name them, but, you know, the, the intent is to go on and to do a search and then, you know, spit out results. But 
the spitting out of those results just adds to the frustration of everything because again you don't know where to go so we we put a platform out there we had we had this really unique feature called q a again it came from the facebook groups where i saw people just asking all these health questions and getting all this unsolicited advice from people who didn't have the credentials to respond to them i just it blew my mind right yeah. um so i thought how could we take that and put it on a platform and make that more credible so we had something called i for, i even forget the name of it but it was essentially a feature where someone like me would come on i would ask a question like i have i, I have migraines how can i deal with this more holistically and so that question would go to a database of our providers mm-hmm. so brenda's question would go to naturopath a chiropractor b osteopath C and they would all answer my question from their point of view so now I had all of these all this information from accredited providers why I didn't know naturopathy could address migraines that way why I didn't know a chiropractor could do that I didn't know an osteopath can do that and so on so it was great we had a lot of Q&A I forgot we were up to thousands of questions it was great because we moved we moved that experience from Facebook um, even Instagram onto our platform took a lot of work (laughs) took a lot of work but we did it okay Um, but I was seeing that I wasn't getting those people who were looking for information they weren't as intentional yeah. And for us, intentional means you want to go ahead and book an appointment. Absolutely. That wasn't happening. Yeah. So we pulled it. We pulled it because although the feature was great, I wanted to see what we could do more. I felt like, honestly, our platform was more than what it was. I felt it in my gut that it was like it was more than what we could do. So we pulled the feature and we went back and we asked our consumers questions. Hey, you know what? You're on our platform. We noticed that you're really, you know, engaging, but you're not booking. Like straight up, <laughs> straight up. What is the deal? Let us know. We're trying to make money. We're trying here. to make some money over here. Okay, <laughs> get with it. <laughs> so what is what is happening? Uh, so I really kind of hit the ground. I went down to the ground and I asked the questions that were maybe hard to ask. Yeah. How are we failing? What could we do better? And the number one theme that we got was one-to-one support. That was basically the theme of what was coming back to us. Advice is great, you know, one-to-one support. You know, get us get us here and take us there, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and for the providers, we asked the same things. You know, they were very, very, very vocal <laughs> uh, and letting us know what works and, and what didn't. They felt, you know, from that feature that it was, yeah, the information was great to give. Mm-hmm. They're already doing it on Instagram, which they do all the time. But, you know, they want the bookings, right? They need money, too. They need money, too, yeah. pretty much. So how could we make that better? So... Um, part of my job is to see what's out there, put myself in the ground. And I saw, you know, with COVID and just just the way the world is working, personalized health, how can we make the experience of my well self better? Mm-hmm. So I took that and we developed a platform. Um, well, it's technically, again, my background, we call it care navigation, but I'm a bit of a geek. <laughs> And that that wasn't being sold to the consumers. They're like, "What are you talking about?" They didn't like. They didn't care like navigation. it. Care navigation sounds scary and intrusive. So we upgraded it to a wellness concierge. Oh, of course, that's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Sign you up. Great, great. So we have um, a new feature, which essentially is um, um, a uh, a wellness 
care navigator. How about I say that? Um, I.e. concierge, which helps someone to identify their issues Mm-hmm. and triage their health concerns. Yeah. So, for example, again, I have an issue with migraines. With our new feature, I'll be able to get one-to-one online support from an accredited um, care navigator, wellness concierge, who was a nurse, yeah. who understands what, how my body works, and who is able to understand what I'm going through in a general sense, mm-hmm. and help me triage to the care that I need. Uh, so all in that one that one-to-one conversation, the intent is to understand what the health issue is, educate me on what my options are, uh, triage me to the appropriate care virtually, locally, whatever that is for me, and then also ma- help me maintain my wellness. So we're really I'm I am personally very excited and I'm getting chills right now because it. it reminds me of what I wish I had when I was going through my issues. And I have to say, and I'm gonna get very vulnerable right now, when I was speaking with my consumers, I've had a couple breakdowns. Yeah. Speaking with them because it just validated the, prob- the problem. Yeah. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Like they were telling me what I want, like just what I wanted to hear. Um, I wasn't telling them what they wanted to hear, they were telling me. And it just, it just made me feel good. That, that this brain of mine was working in the right direction. Yeah. And then I just said that I wished, I wished I had this when I was going through my experience. I wished, but that pain and that trauma, it just, it just drives me every day. Um, and that's what built my boss. That's what built it ultimately, yeah. A bit not bullish, but it, it, that's what built it, yeah. I think that's how <laughs> all the problems in the world are solved, right? It yeah. starts with a pain point mm. that has to be, you know, motivating. Yes. You know, because if it doesn't hurt that much, why would we why put bother? a band-aid on it? Right. Why would we do anything about it? But... I see a lot of your own experience shining through hmm. um, in everything that you did to bring my well self from where it started as sort of, you know, you said, okay, guys, forget about Google, forget about Facebook. Yeah. Let's get you in front of the expert. Yes. And you weeded it down that way. Yes. First step. Hmm. Second step, you're like, mm, not working so well. Hmm. Um, yes, <laughs> lots of great information, but we're building a business here. Yeah. How do we make money? How do we add value to both sides? To of both the sides of it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. Because these practitioners, they have gone to school, they've worked hard, they're specialists, mm-hmm. they're experts. How do we get them paid for what they're good at? Yeah, but also help these individuals solve their problems. Correct. And so you kind of like tapered it down from Google to you know personalized kind of questions and answers with experts, mm-hmm. and now you're like taking us to like the beach in the Bahamas. The whole nother level yes whole nother (laughs) level yes it's um you know I always tell people um when I think about my very first website like our first it's so bad it's so bad and I can own it it was horrible um but the progress that we've made I'm very very proud of that um from someone who I'm not the most um, creative person. When I say creative, I mean visually creative. Uh, and technology was very new to me. And again, my previous business, I was the product. Yeah. Like I was the I was the person selling everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case here. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm very proud of, yeah, what we've been able to achieve um, in this short time. Yeah. 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 And one more thing um, I just wanted to get in um, on top of all of the things you're proud of. Mm. It's just like your transferable skills you took from mm. having a research background. Yeah. Those same rules apply to this because you really had to listen to your consumers to help them solve the problem in a way that was even more meaningful. Yes. And yes, you had that same experience too. And you're just like, wow, look at what we could do together. Look at what listening to my consumers yes. um, on both sides of the market mm -hmm. are able to help us build together. And I think that's something a lot of new companies struggle with. How do we know that this problem is validated and yes. it's real. Um, and that's just listening to the consumers and having real conversations with them. Like you said, the hard, awkward questions yes. like, why aren't you booking meetings and appointments with my experts yes. um, to get the help that you need? And it's it's really amazing to see your progress so far. Thank you. Really, really proud of that. I, I forgot to mention, too, there was two other points that we identified as well uh, to, to, to take us basically to the, the concierge service. We identified that there were a lot of nurses who um, were burnt out and wanted to leave the conventional space and start their own wellness practice, specifically within wellness. Interesting. Um, so we tapped into that. When I say we, I mean I. Let me say I. <laughs> I tapped. I tapped into that um, because. Again, just having your kind of feet to the ground or ear to the ground is that the expression. Yeah, feet to the ground. Um, I saw this exodus of nurses who just were done mm -hmm. and wanted um, a fresher. Um, outlook on on their role and so we did some partnerships with the Canadian Holistic Nursing Association mm -hmm. I had a great conversation with their president and their director and after speaking with them because I had the idea in my head after speaking with them and confirming this this tapping into the exodus of nurses that's when we said oh, okay this, this is, is right this is the right space for us mm -hmm. it's like if this is not the time what is not the right time yeah. like this is it another thing too as well was there was an article that came out from ctv on the number of canadians who did not have pri access to primary care a gp wow i think it was about six million now, don't don't quote me. I, I just I wish I can pull it up now, but it was a, it was not a, it was like a high number. Yeah. And so, how can we as a platform um, support that? Support those people? Because yeah. uh, I think more and more um, people are looking for alternatives. Correct. To the conventional space. Again, let me just make this very clear. Conventional medicine. I just want to put the disclaimer. It is 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 it's a place that people need to go, but people are exploring other ways, maybe as complement or as alternative to to their care. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in my own experience, like mm. I love holistic care. I've yeah. seen my naturopath and acupuncturist for years yeah. now, but. I think people think, you know, you go holistic and you leave conventional oh, behind. Yes. But if you find a really great holistic um, practitioner, 
they will ultimately always leverage parts of convention. Absolutely. And I think that's the real beauty of getting parts of both worlds. Absolutely. And that's why I love my well self so much. Wonderful. Yeah. I, you know, some people go on the far end. That's not us. And that's why I always highlight my background <laughs> because I need people to know that I come, I come from a trusted space yeah. and, but this space is always trusted too as well. Yeah. yeah. And I have a GP who's just so integrative too as well like she my GP gets it and so um, I'm fortunate again that circle of care is extended a little bit into the conventional space for me too mm-hmm. so yeah so now people can really use my well self to help curate their own circle of care absolutely whether that's you know half in conventional or half in holistic mm-hmm. and really working together to get to the root cause of a lot of these challenges that people are facing today yeah no that's that's exactly the grand the grand mission is Mm -hmm. to help people to develop their circle of care because um, how we're different is that people can search for providers based on health ailment Mm -hmm. not provider type again going back to I don't know what all these providers can do for me so whether it is women's issues whether it is um, you know mental health whether it is pain management, whether it is muscle issues, um, you can get a curated list of providers based on that, not the provider type. So again, that's another barrier that we're breaking down is just identifying what these different providers can do because people don't know. I I, I actually, I'm still learning. I'm still learning how extensive um, uh, of, of the health ailments that they can address. And so we want to kind of pass that on to the public for sure. Yeah, yeah, which is which is really really exciting, mm-hmm. and you guys are now launching the concierge service. Yes, um, very very soon. Yes, um, give us the insight. Yeah. So again, um, very excited about this, and I'm, I'm really um, looking forward to providing this uh, experience to our consumers out there. So essentially, um, what we are going to be moving forward is a personal wellness concierge that offers uh, one-to-one virtual support to help people triage their their health issues and route them to our vetted pool of providers. So again, what that means is you'll be speaking one-to-one with a accredited uh, nurse um, who, again, understands the human body, uh, where you'll be able to, uh, you know, uh, talk about what your health issue is, number one, uh, identify where your, your goals could go to, and then, again, they'll help you route you to the best care. And not only that, they'll make sure that you're keeping and maintaining your your, your wellness. So it's kind of like that, um, that um, buzzer that goes off on your phone uh, to remind you to keep your wellness in place. That's, that's who ultimately we're, we're, we are. That's awesome. <laughs> and outside of that really personalized experience, yeah. you're also building a community. Yes, yeah. Tell us more yeah. about that. How can people get engaged? Yes. How can they eventually get to concierge? But we'll talk about that in yeah. a minute. So, you know, we have, you know, um, obvious social media following, followings. But what I'm asking everyone to do is come onto our platform and sign up for a newsletter. That's mm-hmm. the number one action, I guess, call to action here. Sign up for a newsletter. And if, if you 
dare so as well sign up on our platform and pre-register um because we're going to be holding a webinar um i hope i can talk about that i guess yeah we'll be holding a webinar uh and with that you'll be able to um get some more tips and tricks on how to set your wellness goals uh, generally speaking from our team so is this before the new year or in the new year Uh, this will be before before the new year i'll definitely provide some more details but i think it's a great opportunity for people to number one learn more about our platform mm-hmm. you can meet meet me <laughs> you'll be able to meet our wonderful nurses who will be on board too as well and I believe we'll have some special guests too as well we'll take some questions from people um, who have some questions uh, just to kind of give you a, a buzz on 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 what uh, what to expect with the experience of my well self um, but I think that will be a great opportunity for people to learn more about us our team uh, and, and and what you can get out of it essentially that's really really exciting yeah um, you definitely have to share all the details i will definitely yes because mm-hmm. our listeners are probably really excited yes. to you know set some goals set for the some new goals year, for the new year right the who doesn't want to do that be it's actually wonderful timing yeah. yeah so we're definitely going to be there to to do that and uh yeah but to sign up for a newsletter first and um and we'll definitely get that information to you awesome yeah yeah So, Brenda, in this whole experience of being a second-time founder, Mm. what's something you learned from, you know, growing and starting your first company? Mm. (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing right now. So the question was some things. Yeah, I think for me... um, I think that's a good question because I can answer that in so many different ways. But start off simple. Start off simple. I think for me, with my previous venture, because I knew my space so well, Mm -hmm. I a little little cocky, you know? You know? Yeah. You know, I felt very confident walking in to those offices, banging down the door, hey, (laughs) speaking to Dr. X, Y, and Z, because I knew what to say, right? Uh, This was a little bit different because I had some pain attached to it, Mm -hmm. and it was a tech product, which was new for me. Um, so I would say start off simple. Start off simple. It's easy to just just go and hire people and 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 you know get all these systems and tools and no, just use an Excel spreadsheet. Don't use a CRM. You know, yeah. um, use WordPress. Don't custom build. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep it simple. Keep it simple enough until you know that you have enough to move on to to, to step B. Yeah. That that would be my number one advice because I've thrown money at things because honestly I didn't know I didn't know and I thought that money would solve it it doesn't it doesn't it just it's it stares you right back and then you're looking at how much money you spent on something you could have done in a simple way so that's that's my number one learning learning yeah yeah I would say that to people 100 percent yeah so in terms of before you spend money, mm-hmm. would you really make sure that your problems are real problems? That's another thing too as well. Yes, you, I mentioned speaking to your consumers. Speak to your consumers because, it, maybe it's it's because, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe most of my consumers are females and we tend to want to give more information, mm-hmm. especially about our health. Um, but I was quite comfortable uh, reaching out to consumers who basically wanted to hear more about our product and um, hear what kind of problem we're solving and to tell us where we're going wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so when we had our initial project, um, I reached out. I asked the questions, calls, emails, Zoom calls. Like I did it all. Like I was there um, to get the one-to-one feedback that I needed mm-hmm. to validate where we wanted to go. Like number one, even validate the problem, right? Yeah. Like maybe what I saw on Facebook was just on Facebook, right? Yeah. But like not 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 down the road on someone who does who's not on Facebook um, or anywhere else. But yeah, speak to your consumers, get to know um, what they're thinking. You can't appease them all because there's been some really outrageous demands that I've been receiving. Okay, thank you, and move on. Um, But speak to them, and you'll be surprised at the wealth of information they'll be able to give you about your product and your competitors, too. Yes. And your competitors. You have to learn about your competitors. And you know what? In my own startup, that's how I've learned about most of my competitors. Because my space is so new, it's hard to just Google and find them. So it's just like call up an advisor. It's just like, hey, what are you doing? What are you using? What have you heard about? Um, You'd be surprised at how they would give information. And you get the raw, real feelings from them. Absolutely. They're not talking to the competitor. They're just like, well, this is how it made me feel. This is my experience. This is what I would do better. Absolutely. And you just let them go on the gravy train and you're like frivolously Literally. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Typing. Yes. Writing whatever it is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, they are the reason, you know, obviously we put the the hard work in, but they are the reason why we're pushing so hard because they let us know uh, what they would need and not only what they would need, what they would pay for. Yeah. Too as well. Great question. Yeah, yeah. Always ask, what are they willing to pay for this? What, yeah, absolutely. Understand the value. Yes. You don't have to put what they say, but yeah. it gives you a range that you can stay with it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for my well self? Yeah. We'll just be pushing out this new product, uh, this new feature, and um, yeah, giving the consumers what they ask for. Uh, and then, you know, who knows? I have some ideas. I don't want to speak on it right now, but I really see see our platform being a space um, to really, again, uh, get people on the right track to their wellness. Mm -hmm. And not only that is uh, getting on the track is fantastic, but also maintaining it. That's the most, the second part of it. So I think um, in the next months, you'll see us uh, developing that maintenance part Mm -hmm. more and more and defining what that means. But first things first, um, we want to really get people to set those goals, get on those one-to-one consultations with their with their wellness concierge and and get on the right track for 20 2023 and onward amazing amazing yeah so we know my well self we're in hamilton yes um we have listeners all over the globe though Mm. so when uh, you don't have to give me an answer yes, now, yes. but you know, is my well self eventually going to go global? Uh, well, I will not say no to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I get that question asked a lot. So right now we're focusing on Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ontario has been kind of where we've been playing around. Um, we are going to be going into BC and Alberta specifically mm-hmm. because those are the three provinces that deal and take in wellness more and more. Uh, Quebec is always uh, um, an option, but just, and if anyone 
one's in the regulatory space knows that Quebec is always, the regulations are a little bit different with health and stuff like that. So of course I want to find out what we need to do there first before we move forward. Um, they just have different, they have a different way of, of thinking, right? Yeah. So um, I'm, cause, because I say this because um, when we work with providers, we, we vet them. We vet them before they come on our platform, meaning we confirm their credentials. I'm not familiar with the credentials in that space. So eventually, but eventually, yes, uh, U.S., is a huge opportunity mm-hmm. because their their market's a lot different. So they have a private healthcare system, mm-hmm. and not everybody can afford um, private healthcare. Yeah. Uh, and they're a little bit um, I don't want to say sicker than us, um, but their healthcare concerns are a little bit more rampant than ours. Yeah. And health and wellness is always growing in every in every country. So I see I see my well self playing. Um, a different game there mm-hmm. um, because of the, the setup of their healthcare system. Yeah. Um, but yes, absolutely that. And who knows how much more we'll tackle from that. But Canada first. <laughs> and then once we were able to understand the U.S. market, um, because again, their their language is a bit different, mm-hmm. definitely go into there too as well. Because I have been approached by, by U.S. providers, um, but my, I ha- I've had to reject them mm-hmm. because we don't have the consumers for them. Um, so there's no point in me taking their money if we don't have consumers to, to, at, this to time. at this time. So yeah. we just have them on a wait list and say, hey, you know what? Uh, thanks for letting me know. And we'll come back to you when we can. You'll be there sooner I'll than be later. There, yeah, hopefully so. Fingers crossed. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Brenda, you've done so much. Mm with my well self since you started it mm. um you've learned so much yourself. learned a lot yes um but what are you most proud about when it comes to you yeah um again i saw that question i and, and i'm i'm proud that i haven't given up so far that i haven't given up that's hard yeah um I'm proud of that because it's a very vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. Like building your business is vulnerable, you know, and you just want everyone to like it. Yeah. And and when your consumers don't like it sometimes, or you know, you're pitching to an investor they don't like it, all right. <laughs> uh, it's easy to give up. Mm-hmm. It's really easy when you keep getting challenges thrown at you over and over and over again. Um, but I'm proud of persevering. And I'm proud of focusing on the people who believe in me mm-hmm. uh, I'm fo- and focus on my consumers who love our product. Yeah, so that, that's what makes me proud, having conversations with people who get it. That's awesome. That, that really fuels me, yeah. Those are, I think, really key things I think you should be proud of. Yeah. You know, not giving up because it is so hard. It is challenging, um, yeah. And days and weeks that are long, Yes. you know, a lot of... Um, our interviews and our guests on our podcast recently mm. have been talking about, you know, entrepreneurship has this lore of being like super sexy and fun it's, and mm. it's um we live it every day yeah. and we know that's not necessarily it. No. Um, you get but, beat down a lot. You get beat down uh, mm-hmm. with your own self, your own head, yeah. on top of everything else externally. So no, it's not glamorous. It's it's not it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But to be able to persevere through all of that, to mm-hmm. be able to pivot, to make changes mm-hmm. as the market changed, to hear no day after day yeah. and then you get a big win and yes. then you might hear a whole lot of other no's after yes. that um, <laughs> that's the reality of yeah. it and so it's 
it's a hard thing to go through, but it's so inspiring. And that's one of the reasons I really wanted to interview entrepreneurs is, mm. you know, how do we, you know, really share these really amazing stories with people like yourself who really want to solve real problems in the world yeah. um, and provide solutions, you know, off of your own experience. And I think that's that's really impressive. Well, I'm happy to share. And um, yeah, like I said before, I was quite raw, you know, and I wasn't really able to share the full scope of how the platform came to be. But now I'm finding it more empowering. Uh, a lot more empowering and the more that I open up the more I, the more people get, gravitate yeah. to, to me so I'm 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 learning as I go and uh, I won't stop talking I guess about it <laughs> but you know these overcoming stories are just so important yeah, right yeah you never know who you're gonna touch in that moment yeah um and knowing that you went through this and you made it through to the other side yes Yes, um, that's huge. Yeah, it is. That's huge. Yeah. And um, I'm really glad you're able to be proud of so much. Yeah. Um, proud of the progress you've made, proud of the folks on your platform. Yes. Um, and them staying engaged with you and growing as well. And there's a lot of good coming from there is self. there is a lot of good. Yeah, I, I should be I should be fortunate. Sometimes when those no's happen, they, they take over all of the the yeses right you're just fixated on that one but i've learned to not gravitate toward the no's and just focus on the yeses and the positives yeah that that's what should keep me going yeah yeah Yeah. so what advice would you have for a new or young Mm. or recent entrepreneur or someone even considering becoming an entrepreneur yeah so you know know the problem (laughs) know the problem um know what the problem is and and i have to say like when i first started I didn't know what the exact problem was. I had an idea, um, but um, I had to dig deeper to know what the problem really, really was Mm -hmm. and how to articulate the problem to people too as well, right? Um, So know the problem and speak to your customers. Um, Find out if that is their problem. Because sometimes you drum up a problem in your head and and you want to push the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to push it on people and then and then you want to sell them, sell them the solution. Right. Yeah. That doesn't always work. No. <laughs> and consumers are smart. We're smart. We're smart. I'm a yeah. consumer. You're a consumer. We're smart. You know, when someone's pushing some crap on you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so know know the problem and 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 provide a solution that's going to make sense uh, to to your consumer. Yeah. Uh, and then, like I said before, start off simple, you know, start off. You know, maybe maybe people have. I, I didn't. I, I've been bootstrapping the whole time. Um, I've been bootstrapping from like from day one. Yeah. So I really believe in you know in 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 simplicity mm-hmm. uh, before going grand, especially from my learning lessons. But keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple and, and kind of build out what you need to prove your concept, and then say ah. This is it. Spoken with my consumers. This is what we've done. We've only put in a hundred bucks, for example, to this. This is what they need. Okay, now we have all the validation to bump things up to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what I really I wish someone told me that 
at the beginning. I really wish. Let's be embarrassed about the first version of our product. Let's take some pride in that. Horrible. Horrible. But it's all good. I can laugh about it now. Um, But yeah, that's the key advice I really, I would have to somebody who's just starting out for sure. That's solid advice because Mm. I wish I had that. I wouldn't have spent Mm. thousands of dollars on things that I shouldn't have. Right? Yeah. um, At that point in time as well. So um, really great advice. Mm. And um, I can't wait for Mm. folks to get on my wall self, Mm. you know, meet with the concierge nurses and, you know, take control of their health. Absolutely. You know, 2023 and going forward. Wonderful. And we're really excited and very, very happy to have everybody on the platform obviously so please come to visit my well self and uh sign up for our newsletter and um we'll take it from there and is that mywellself.ca yeah so mywellself.ca very simple yeah and that's pretty much how it is on our all of our um social handles too as well perfect all right well guys don't forget to visit Mm mywellself.ca on all the social handles you'll also find them in the episode description but Mm -hmm. finally i'd love to Thank you, Brenda, for being here and, you know, recording with us for a second time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's been such a pleasure. It's uh, wonderful to be here. I had a wonderful time. Thanks, Alicia, for having me. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. A huge thank you to you, our listeners, for tuning in every week to hear about our buzzworthy businesses. Don't forget to rate us on whatever platform you're listening and following us at at Hamilton Hive on all of the social media platforms. But most importantly, we want to thank our team of dedicated volunteers who make this podcast possible on a weekly basis. So here we go. Cesar Cardenia, Khalid Imam, James Clark, Trisha Ford, Ratri Toon, Hirsch Kumar Patel, Fernando Rodriguez, Yvette R., and yours truly, Shalacia Harris. Don't forget to tune in next Monday for a new episode of Buzzworthy.